Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Big Apple Hockey. And we are doing our playoff preview for the Eastern Conference Finals. Phil, can you believe that we are at the Eastern Conference Finals right now? Or not? Uh, <laughs> I need to rain for me. I, I muted because I was uh, I was unwrapping a protein bar. Sorry about that. But apparently, uh, <laughs> are waiting in for a segue for that. And I know I was like, wow, that was just I was like, uh, did I already lose you that quickly? Um, but anyway, guys, uh, I got I, I was telling folk before I'm I've been awake since like 430 this morning. I kind of feel like a, a kid at Christmas. So I, of course, am Mark Williams. And uh, there we go. There's your host. And I am joined by the man who I got to watch game seven versus Carolina with Mr. John Filkowski protein bar enhanced because breakfast is good so um yeah i had to do a little um thing for myself yesterday no mark had his show yesterday as well and here we are doing a uh, review of the conference finals and whoever whoever the hell thought we would be here at this point so um good morning uh a kid on christmas is pretty accurate and big apple hockey is here to to give you all the coverage you're looking for so let's do this Actually, the great part, Phil, was that you doing the final buzzer yesterday kind of let me off the hook. So it, I was able to get a little bit more rest and also get the printed version of this up on uh, BigAppleHockeyPodcast.com. Check it out. And I like that. Reverse Rangers future. That, that's, a, that's, that's, quite, that's an appropriate headline. Yeah. And also, the as I started out by saying that if you close your eyes and try to imagine yourself and imagine how you want to see yourself, that's what this series is. The Rangers have an example of who they want to be, and it's the Tampa Bay Lightning. And can they actually end up doing it? That's a great question. If they want to, you know, to quote Ric Flair, if you want to be the man, you got to beat the man. And by the way, there was also something else I had to, I have to bring up. And that was um, we did our trade deadline special. I'm still looking for my clip where I said the Rangers are going to the conference finals. But there was this clip that also came from the trade deadline special. Wait, because, you know, the, the stuff what's going on in Canada with COVID um, and not only that, but the Canadian dollar and, and, and it's in, in relation to the American dollar. Yeah. All right. Say uh, more than just about hockey stuff. Yeah, I had a cue better. Just about hockey stuff. Uh, you want to? You want to? You want to talk about another winner? Uh, Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay did a great job. I'm not in love with the Brendan Hagel move, but whatever. Uh, I, you know what? I, I don't like the Brandon Hagel trade. I think it's too much that they gave up, but I like what their aim was and what they accomplished. They revamped their bottom six in the last less than a week. You got Nick Paul. You got Brandon Hagel. You went and got Riley Nash. I mean, you went and did all the things that you needed to do. So, so good, good for Tampa Bay for doing that. Um, they're definitely not a team I'd want to face right now because that team's going to be so much better going forward. Think they could be another conference finals, like I said before. Tampa Bay. Oh, absolutely. I, I, you know what? At the end of the day, you need two things to win in the playoffs. And you need them in spades. Goaltending and defense. They have them both. See, and that's why you go to us. Because 
We know what our, our information is right away. That was Phil predicting this two months ago. So, Phil, let's start it up. Rangers versus Lightning, their preview. Let's look at what the stars are. I know on, on the written article, I highlighted two other stars, but we're going to go right to these two stars. Got to look at Mika Zibanejad for the New York Rangers. Seven goals, 12 assists, 19 points. And when he is playing at his best, that's he he's, he drives he drives the train I think more than our almost any New York Ranger does. Well, obviously except for Igor Sesterkin, and for the Lightning, of course Nikita Kucherov, four goals, uh, eleven assists, fifteen points, and there's a there's a consmite in his it, it, potentially this season if they go all the way because that's what Kucherov always does, but Filk the stars. They're, they're looking amazing. Uh, the defense cores, uh, again, highlight these guys out of Fox and the always great Victor Hedman. But we're going to get down to the goalies to talk about them in a minute. Your thoughts on the lineups and the stars, the top six, and the defense. Another series of this sounds just obvious and cliche, but your best guys have got to be your best guys. Mika Zibanejad has stepped up. Um, I would say since the la- the latter part of the Penguins, um, four games in a row with a goal against Carolina. Um, I called out Chris Kreider. I called out Chris Kreider several times throughout this playoffs. And right before the start of game seven against Carolina, I was with um, some people on Twitter. And I said this yesterday in the chat. And I said, I was calling out Chris Kreider. I will, I'm challenging you to do something tonight. And he came out and he responded big time with those two goals. And he looked like the Chris Kreider that scored 52 goals this season that wanted the captaincy. So they need Chris Kreider in this series, not just for one game. They need him for however. Um, He's going to be key. Um, Artemi Panarin. I don't know if you're hurt, buddy, but we need you. We need you. Um, and then Ryan Grin has been an absolute warrior. Um, he's going to drag them into the fight because that's just what Ryan Lindgren does. And Adam Fox, um, I like his defense towards the latter part of that series. Especially in the Penguin series, he got a little sloppy, but he's improved since then. He's playing more like the Norris winner that we need him to play. If, if I'm Adam Fox, the one thing I'm doing is I'm looking over there at Victor Hedman. And I'm saying to myself, I want to be as good, if not better, than this guy. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go out there, and everybody who doubts me and thinks that I'm not as good as this guy, I'm gonna fight down there again. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna be John Cena on this. I'm untouchable, but I'm forcing you to feel me. So, um, and that's what Adam Fox has got to do. Well. And I'm looking at Simon Panarin actually getting some open space in this series. I, I don't know why. I, just, I have that feeling because I think he's probably going to get matched up. Well, we're going to get to where he's going to be matched up, I think, in a little bit. But uh, I think there's going to be a little bit more room on him. You're not going to be as stifled as you were with, say, two of the best defensive centers. Not that they're not going to face a real good one in this series either. But – and you, you, you're going to get away from a couple really good centers in Stahl and Ajo like they had in the previous series. So I think Panarin 
and his line might actually get a little bit more action. And maybe they finally found something again. After all, Ryan Strom getting on the scoreboard finally. Um, I know he had a goal in game two of the Penguin series, but this this one, he he needed to perform in game seven. He actually got one on uh, Kochekov. So we're going to talk about what this series, a lot of us hockey fans, anybody, we are salivating at this matchup, and it's the goalies. It's Igor Sesterkin versus Andre Vasilevsky. And if you look at Igor's numbers right now, oh, my goodness. They are outrageous. Filk, Unreal. these are Vasilevsky's numbers from last round and the playoffs. Ooh. <laughs> um, yeah. Your thoughts? First, go, go with either goaltender you want to start with. I'll, I'll start with Tampa first just because Vasilevsky has the, has, he has the crown. You know, and it's Rick it, to to use the Ric Flair adage to be the man, you have to beat the man. And for Igor Trusterkin to rise to the top of the mountain, he's going to have to beat a guy that's been God mode in, in this playoffs. And when it comes to closing out series, maybe the best goaltender we've ever seen. And his record in games, he has a chance, elimination games, chances to eliminate opponents. He's just lights out, lights out. I, I think he's got like one, one, one loss. I think maybe. I, I mean, it, it, eight of his last nine attempts to eliminate opponents have resulted in shutouts. <laughs> That's just how good Andre Vasilevsky is. So, uh, Actually, yeah, because Toronto's yeah. the only one that that he that scored on him that got eliminated by him. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Um, it just goes to show you how how good Toronto could have been had they not had to face an absolute buzzsaw in Tampa. So, um, but yeah, Shosturkin has been uh, phenomenal himself. I mean, if you look at his numbers, two day goals against a nine twenty eight save percentage, and I believe that nine Vasilevsky's was what nine thirty two the save percentage. 932 for the playoffs, yeah. 932 for playoffs. Shesterkin's is only 0.04 worse than Vasilevsky's, and that's with him getting pulled in two games in the previous year in in, in the first round. Just imagine what that safer goals would be like without those against Pittsburgh. And, and those numbers right there are ridiculous because – he was peppered with shots. Vasilevsky did not have to deal with the load that Shesterkin did against Carolina. I mean, uh, against Florida. Shester- uh, Vasilevsky had a much easier ride. Not saying that he wasn't great, but you take workload between the two goaltenders. You could easily play the game. One of these is not like the others and had the obvious answer within a second. So, but... Um, well- and, and and it's it's not just that. It's also when it comes to Sisterkin, especially in the second round, as soon as the Rangers scored, he made a big save right after that. And anytime that Carolina pressed, Sisterkin was able to keep him and hold him off. Vasilevsky did the same thing, except we'll get more into that in a second. Uh, just Florida, 
it's it's funny because the word Fugazi was thrown around for the Rangers. Florida ended up being like the most Fugazi team um, out of out of the teams of the playoffs. I thought that they were going to come in and 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 be this this juggernaut, and it was their time. And instead, they end up getting two power play goals. I think all playoffs. Like that's that's not the, the best team in the league. So, no. uh, but Tampa. Tampa made him pay, and I thought I thought that Tampa was going to give him a challenge, and the experience they had against them the the, the last year was going to be a huge factor. But no, not the case at all. So let's get to breaking down the other players in this series and where our input really comes in, because a lot of this is sort of duh, we know that our under the radar players first, Filk. Who do you got that nobody is focusing on right now? For the Rangers, uh, I I picked um, Alexi Lafreniere because of the fact that depth again is that it line is going to is been so good it's been their most consistent line throughout the entire playoffs. Uh, Alexi Lafreniere is going to be called upon, I think, to give them a little more offense in this series, and I think he's going to come through. Um, I, I just I love the way that. He played uh, in both of these series. I love how he's been the facilitator. Um, he's helped Filipino kind of take another step offensively, which has been huge for that line. Um, taking Capo Caco off that line was a big mistake in favor of Tyler Mott. And then Capo Caco went right back on, and that line just they, – you saw it. They clicked again. That was it. So, uh, Alexi Lafreniere, uh, I, I – I think that he's going to be a handful in this series. And if he is, have a lot of problems because the Rangers are going to have a third line that are going to, that's going to be able to come out, give them solid shifts, pin Tampa's, uh, their line and their defense in their own zone and get some high quality scoring chances. Uh, as for um, Tampa, I picked uh, Nick Paul. So. Mark actually also picked Nick Paul before we had started. We went on and discussed this, and I actually picked both players that Mark had for both teams, not knowing that Mark had picked them already. So uh, I just think that Nick Paul is uh, the big acquisition for them. Uh, You could say Brandon Hagel, but I I think Nick Paul is going to be one of those guys, and he's always against the run Ottawa. So – I just think he's going to be a thorn in the side of the Rangers, and they've got to they've got to make sure that they handle that bottom six uh, correctly. Because if if they don't, that's going to end up being the depth that Tampa needs to end up beating the Rangers. So, and as Phil mentioned, he did pick both of my guys, but I was kind of ready for him on that one. So uh, well, first, I'm going to start with the Lightning, and my backup is the guy that I had for this was Ross Colton. Ross Colton, who scored the game, the Stanley Cup winning goal last year and scored 22 goals this year. He is probably one of the most overlooked guys right now in, in the playoffs. And when um, uh, was it they lost Braden Point, I think they put Ross Colton in that spot on the power play for a little bit. But anytime that they've ever had any injuries, Colton has just been um, – the he, he's just been a, such a great addition and the answer. So 
uh, look for him to be causing some trouble for the Rangers. And look, by the way, to the former Tampa Bay Lightning, Barkley Goudreau. He came back in in game six, immediately was named one of the three stars of the game. And he's he's the spark plug the Rangers needed. I was surprised that they pulled Kevin Rooney out of the lineup. Um, but you know what they did? Good. All right. So I wonder if I wonder if it's going to be Ryan Reeves going tonight. We're going to find out soon enough. Um, but you know what? They might need Kevin Rooney and then move Barkley Goudreau over to the right side. And that that fourth line is going to be critical, very critical for the Rangers' success in this series if they're going to dethrone the champs, which is easier said than done. Let's get into our key matchups. And we're going to be taking lots of your questions in a little bit. But the key matchups for us to watch. Filk, go ahead. I say Anthony Sorelli's line against Mika Zibanejad's line. And the reason I say that is because they're going to try to put Sorelli against Zibanejad, just like Pittsburgh tried to do with, um, with them. And then, obviously, Carolina sent Jordan Stahl out against him. Mm. Mika Zibanejad can get free from whatever matchup that is. Whoever else is on him with him, I can tell you right now, he can go off in this series. And Stahl was a big, big imposing forward. Tampa Bay doesn't have that center. They have quicker, smaller centers that are still physical. But Mika Zibanejad can win the size matchup against any center that Tampa has to offer in this series. So if Mika Zibanejad's matchup there, I, I think it bodes very well for the Rangers. So that that's the one thing that I would look out for. And going a little bit further from what you're saying with that, because then I think what's going to happen is you're going to have Sorelli's unit and Victor Hedman going up against the Zibanejad unit. And uh, all the size basically is with, with Hedman, I would say. But that would then put, for my matchup, Artemi Panarin versus Ryan McDonough and Zach Bogosian. And I think the Rangers can win this matchup. And... That means Panarin's going to have a good series. Now, Ryan McDonough, Ranger fans, we all know the guy is more than a quality defenseman. Um, he's never taken that leap into like the the top five defensemen, but he's. I, I would take him. Still, I would. I, I would. I, I still love Ryan McDonough. He's a great New York Ranger. I just wish that trade was a little bit better. But the last time these two teams played a playoff game, the big. Um, missing part of that of that of either team was was Ryan McDonough. Brian McDonough had an injury to his foot. He tried the treatment. It didn't really take. Matt Hunwick ends up getting more playing time. The Rangers get eliminated two to nothing versus Tampa. So that's Zuccarello too. And well Zuccarello getting why what I, I always I haven't asked this question. Is the earpieces really that cumbersome for players? I, I always wore mine for years because that's where the uh, actually McDonough is the one that took out Zuccarello with the shot. So yeah, it gets well, even worse. Because he took out Lundqvist with the stick and he took out Zuccarello with the shot. It was a good couple months for Ryan McDonough. Uh, yeah. <laughs> all right. But Phil, uh, we got to go to the X factors in this series. And we still haven't even mentioned coaches, by the way. We're going to get to those in a little bit. But 
X factors in the series. What are yours? For Tampa, um, who did I shoot for Tampa? Why am I drawing a blank here? Do you want me I to put totally it up so you remember? Yeah, I totally forget. Oh, yeah. I, Andrew <laughs> Kopp and Anthony Sorelli. So, but uh, yeah, I, you can tell it's early. I'm tired. But um, yeah, Andrew Kopp is, I think, paramount for the Rangers because he needs to get going again. So, Artani Panarin and Ryan Strom can get going because he's going to be relied upon to, to give good defense. You might have him take face-offs in this series. Uh, penalty killer, and he's a good one at that. He's a guy that does everything for this team. He's a Swiss Army knife. So if, if he's productive, that means that his line is unlikely productive. And that line matchup that Mark referred to before is one that the Rangers absolutely have to win. They have to win this matchup because Tampa Bay can roll four lines that can score. Their defense is better than any defensive unit they face so far, and their goaltender is better than any goaltender they face so far. So the Rangers have to win more matchups than they've had to in previous series. So I would say yeah. that um, Andrew Kopp really, for me, is the, the big one. For me, I went with Keandre Miller for the New York Rangers because I think he's going to be relied upon to uh, take uh, out the if, – if it's the Palat line – uh, assuming Braden Point's able to get back because that's what he's going to get matched up against. And the other one is the the Rangers got to stop that Tampa fourth line. That fourth line for Tampa is real good too. Pierre, Edward, Belmar, um, uh, Rats. I had it all right here and I had them all in my in my brain. Patrick Maroon and it, it's putting Jan Ruda on the fourth line right now, but I think Corey Perry's actually the mm-hmm. guy that's there on, on daily faceoff. Jan Ruda's a defenseman, isn't he? Yeah, Roto is a defenseman. He's yeah, there for yeah. Headman's part. Yeah. I mean, why would they put him down there? I, I don't know. But still. So, again, th- that fourth line, and there's a reason why Pat, Pat Maroon's been on the last three Stanley Cup winners. So, the Rangers are going to have to stifle them. By the way, Corey Perry trying to do his best uh, Marion Hosa impersonation by just playing on a team that's in the Stanley Cup Finals. Hopefully, he loses, but... <laughs> Uh, the, the two straight years, but um, yeah, yeah. So there's that's going to be a tough fourth line, and I, I think that's where the Rangers can match them with the fourth line. Especially, there's rumors of it. I know we've been talking about it on this for the channel for a while, but but maybe Sammy Blay is back in this series, and that would be funny because that's a question yeah. from Dave. Um. And yeah, the, the bigger impact is definitely Braden Point, Dave. It's not even, yeah. not even a question. Not even yeah. a question. Braden Point is is um how do I put it? Oh, he could he's a potential Consmite trophy winner last year. So he could have been. I think he could have won the Consmite trophy last year, but that's just me. But um Braden Point sans Connor McDavid right now is probably the best playoff performer in the NHL. So it's it's not even a, a matter of just um, he does all the little things. He can kill penalties. He's a good defensive player. He does a lot of things. He leads by example on the ice. That's just one of those guys that uh, you you don't want to come playoff time. So brain point, take your time recovering. Sign <laughs> yeah. every Ranger out there. 
Um, but yeah, um, I'm, I'm going to say right now, Sammy Boy can end up being a, a key piece for the Rangers because you, 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 if you get Ryan Reeves off that line, because remember, Tampa Bay doesn't really have a, a fighting type of side than Patrick Maroon. And I don't think Patrick Maroon's going to try to go around and do that type of thing. But if Patrick Maroon is, gets neutralized by Ryan Reeves and the Rangers can roll Sammy Blay into that lineup, man, that would be something big, especially if your fourth line looks something like Rooney, Goudreau, and um, Sammy Blay. Just a line of four big physical, uh, three big physical guys that can all skate and and bang bodies and and put up a point and put up points here and there and play good defense. You got some winning pedigree on that line with two cup winners with Blay and Gaudreau, and you got a guy like Rooney that will do a lot of the board battles, win faceoffs, kill penalties, so on, block shots. That, that that's a line that you wouldn't want to play against in the playoffs. If you're wondering why I'm smiling, because uh, Phil didn't mention Tyler Mott, so I thought he took him out of the lineup for a minute. Oh yeah, Tyler Mott too. Tyler Mott's another one. You, you, I yeah. mean, yeah, at that for a second again, it's early. So, but yeah, uh, Mott, Blay, and Gaudreau as a line—that's an even be- more. Uh, that's a better line because there's more skill and speed. Yeah, and toughness. I mean, Tyler Mott has fit like a glove for this team, and he's been fantastic from day one and this team could have been even better if he didn't get injured versus Pittsburgh and now he's back so Philk before we start taking questions and giving our predictions the Rangers will win this series if Chris Kreider have a big series um, I, I, I know how I said at the beginning again that the Rangers players have to be their best players, but I'm going to go a little more specific here. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say Chris Kreider is going to have to be because you're not beat Andre Vasilevsky on straight shots that he's going to see right now. He's in that Henrik Lundqvist mode where the only thing that's beating him is something he's not seeing. So Chris Kreider is going to have to beat Andre Vasilevsky's face. They get power plays. Chris Kreider has to be in front of the net. He's got to be in front of the net. He's got to be taking away Victor Hedman from the play. He's got to be because there's no way that you're beating Andre Vasilevsky right now on straight shots that he's seeing. So it's Chris Kreider for me. And after all, by the way, there's a template that was given to the New York Rangers for the last two years from the New York Islanders who were able to get in Vasilevsky's face uh, two years ago. It was Andrews Lee. Uh, last year, um, they, all, they just had multiple guys go in there because Anders Lee was out for the season with the torn ACL. Here's my thing. The Rangers have to be strong mentally because Tampa Bay is going to score big goals. Tampa Bay is not going to go away very easily. Think of how when Carolina had those massive surges and Igor kind of stood on his head at times and, and kept it and kept them in the games and it's just survive the next five minutes. We're going to be fine. So they do this, and then they're going to be fine. Tampa Bay is the ones that, against Florida, they got the big goal. Then Florida would go on the power play, and then Florida would like squeeze sawdust out of the sticks. Then Tampa would go back the other way. Bang, Steven Stamkos back of the net. I think that's game three that I'm referring to. And yes, that, that was just – and that's all she wrote. That was your series right there. And the Rangers – can't get frustrated. It's going to be very difficult. 
you're going to they they have the three Stanley Cups. We know uh, two Stanley Cups. We know this three is a franchise, but nobody was on the 2004 team on this one. But um, this is that's what you have to do. You have to be mentally strong, and then on on top of that, they got they just got to listen to their their coach Gerard Gallant, who is going to be just as calm as they are. He has been such a great uh, guiding light for this team because while we were getting frustrated, while we were getting annoyed as, as pundits, as fans, as a lot of things, Drake Lon just sat there and smiled and said, we got a good team. We're going to be fine. And we're going to go right back out there. Philk, the lightning will win this series. If, if Nikki Ross and Coase can play through the matchups that they're going to have to deal with. Um, the, their big guns are going to have to be big guns, especially with Brady Point out. Um, they're going to need more production offensively from guys like Andre Palat and Alex Kalorn, um, Anthony Sorelli. I mean, the, the, the depth guys are going to have to show up for Tampa as well. So uh, I mean, their offense can come through. Uh, yeah, they, they, they will win the series at that point. The way that I equated this in the written article is the way that I'll say it right now. It's like you're getting to the end boss of a video game and it is going to take everything you got to beat this boss. Now, by the way, if the Rangers win this series, they'd have to then beat another one in either uh, the Connor McDavid led Oilers or the Nate McKinnon uh, Colorado Avalanche. But this is a team they can kill penalties. They can put the puck in the net on the power play. They're good five on five. And then on top of it all, they got a clutch goaltender. It, it's sort of like try to find a weakness on them. Really try to find a weakness. Maybe, maybe like their third deep pairing, but this is what the Rangers are going to have to do. And they're, they're, they're going to have their depth tested. They're going to have their, um, their mental faculties, tested everything it's going to take everything to beat the lightning and all the Tampa Bay lightning have to do is go out there and be the same team they've been for the last two years. That's about it on that one. I mean, I'm going to, I'm going to bring up two things right now. First thing is uh, this comment here from our man. I think our youth makes uh, the short rest less of a factor, but I agree there. I mean, I agree with that. Energetic. Uh, NHL Network posted a uh, a graphic the other night of the amount of games played and the ages of all the young kids. There was one on that graphic that was 25 or older. It was Igor Shosturkin. The rest of them were all 24 years old or younger, ranging from Adam Fo- showing Adam Fox, Keandre Miller, Alexi Lafreniere, Filipino, Capo Caco, Braden Schneider was on there. I mean, Ryan Lindgren was on there as well. So y- this team is young. They have they have energy. They absolutely have energy. The other thing is that Tampa is that point who is arguably he's a top three four player on that team, top three forward, but top probably four player on that team. Um, Tampa Bay might be without Miguel Sergachev. And um, the other thing would be for me is they might be without Brandon Hagel for some point. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not 100% positive on that, but 
Hale and Sergachev were questionable, and Point is out as far as we know. We don't know if he's coming back this series. So the Rangers have to take advantage of Tampa's injuries and really have to start exploiting the matchups that should be somewhat favorable to them in this series. There was, um, forgot which NHL analyst said it, but when they talked about Florida, it was Mike Rupp. I got it. It was Mike Rupp. The difference between the Florida series of the Florida Panthers and the Tampa Bay Lightning was anytime you ever saw a Tampa Bay Lightning player get injured and go off the ice and go up the tunnel, they always came back. And the Florida Panthers guys, they were always going back to the locker room. Now, is it injuries or are you just hurt? Obviously, that was part of the factors. I mean, on that question, if a guy is if a guy's seriously hurt or not, but the the lightning were warriors. And to bring up one thing Phil said earlier about, and in his video yesterday was Ryan Lindgren embodied that to a T. He was basically trying to crawl off the ice. The other, or he, he was, he was, he was, he looked like he was in bad shape. And not only did he complete, he complete the game, but he completed it and and then some. He, he looked great at the end of that game. Ryan Lindgren might be an, a cyborg. Or for, for Dragon Ball Z fans, Ryan Lindgren, he, he might be one of the androids. You could call him, we can call him the android set of uh, the Rangers for anyone who's a, a Dragon Ball Z fan here. But um, yeah, I, I, I think that. Uh, Ryan Lindgren is just he, he, that that guy deserves a letter on his jersey more than anyone because that guy's the embodiment of what uh of Android fifty five yeah basically that that's <laughs> what we call him from now on Android fifty five I I like that James so I, I, I'm I'm gonna call him that but um prediction go ahead Phil. Thailing in seventh. I I I'm going to continue to doubt this team because this team continues to prove me wrong when I doubt them, and I love that. So, um, underdogs, Rangers. I'm I'm going to have you as underdogs again. I'm going to say Lightning in seven, and I hope to God that they they make me eat crow for another series, and we're we're, we're talking about hockey into July. So, well. I'm going to actually break the trend that we had from the last series. And I did say Carolina in seven. And I did think that, wow, that the way that series unfolded, I think if the, if, if Tampa gets out ahead of the Rangers and starts to push them to the brink, then you're going to see their best hockey come forward. I'm going Rangers in seven. I, I can't, I can't, I can't bet against them right now. This team looks like it's, it's it's going to take one more step at least, and you. It's hard to say that with conviction because you're talking about the two-time defending champions. I mean, hell, I'm on their I'm on their stat page. I'm looking up the pictures of them and just they, they look like they're even taking championship pictures already again. So it's it's just one of those things, but it's got to end. It, it it can't go on forever, and I think the Rangers can actually do this. And I'll cite one reason alone, because if any of those things falter that we talked about, 
they got Igor Sesterkin, and Igor Sesterkin is back to being Igor Sesterkin, and that is what's going to keep the Rangers in this series. I think they're going to be well coached. I think they win tonight too. While you're at it, so they're going to win game one. That's, I that's hope. my prediction. Yeah, that's what we're all hoping on. But we're going to take some of your questions, guys, about uh, your thoughts on the series. See what your, some of your comments are. Phil, go ahead, get us started. All right, so we 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 start some. So um, as his name, as he, he said before in the chat, I saw that I, I, I do watch the chat. So if you guys say things, I will I will see them. Uh, you got Rangers and six. All right. Uh, I'm, I'm cool with that. Got no reason to uh, disagree there. But I mean, uh, just my pick. But I'm, like I said, I'm, I'm the man. Tradition, so I continue to doubt this team and pick the other team at this point. So look, I, I'm just going to go with it. But uh, Tampa had the triplets line in uh, 2015. The Rangers have the kid line in 2022. I am all about this comment, Big Daddy. So good, good, good comment there. Big Daddy with another good comment here. No Braden point. No. Damn right. Let's, let's go out and uh, take advantage. The way hockey is. Uh, Brett actually brings up a good point here. I think Caroline actually made the Rangers better and more prepared for this series. I, I agree, agree, Brett, hundred percent. Because that that was the series where you really learned playoffs. Like, because as much as Pittsburgh pushed them to the brink, um, that's not normally how a playoff series goes. A lot of high scoring games, loose goosey defensive lapses, and stuff like that. I think the Rangers got their kinks out. And the Rangers looked like a well-oiled machine against Carolina. Like the defense was really so. Kudos on that. Well done, buddy. Well, on that, I got I got to point out this one. I see from two K. Tampa's fourth line versus the Rangers' third deep air, and that, I that like will that. come into play. I like that one a lot. Two K. Um, it's actually a good point because uh, the the Rangers' third deep air. When I was on yesterday, I actually gave them uh, a, quite a bit of praise. Because Braden Schneider has been an absolute rock. He um Justin Braun, oh my great, has been good and is a marked improvement over the guy who I'd like to fire into a sun out of a cannon. So um yeah, that that, that third pairing is then that much better. Um I already actually highlighted that one already, so I'm gonna unstar it and I'm gonna go with uh, our man John Lee here, the man who made hey, Andrew Cop to um Need Panarin to be Panarin. Couldn't agree more, John. Really couldn't. So, you know so, something? Yeah. I'm, I'm going to highlight this one as well right now. Uh, Keith brings this up, which is a little bit nervous. The Rangers were able to duck Jari and Anderson, and now they have uh, Vasilevsky. I don't know if it, how much of a difference it would. Maybe Jari would have made a little bit of a difference over, uh, over Louis Domingue, but the truth is, uh, Tristan Jari wasn't – nobody was a be-all, end-all. Vasilevsky is, is tops, and the Rangers' best efforts usually came in the regular season against Vasilevsky. So the question is, can they do it in the playoffs against them? Zabanejad had a hat-trick uh, against them. He had four goals against, against the Lightning in the regular season. So I, I, I don't think it really matters. When you get a goalie that's just playing well, because Ranta played great up until the last well, two games. And then and another thing that I said uh, before the start of the previous series was the um, 
was the fact that I, I thought that the Rangers were a much better matchup against Tampa than they were against Carolina. And I think that's going to come into play here because I, I think this team plays much better against a team like Tampa than they would against Carolina. But Carolina, and I, I said this throughout the series, they didn't play that smothering type of hockey that they played against the Rangers during the season where they didn't let them out of their own zone. Mm-hmm. I, I, for whatever reason, Brenda Moore changed things or, or the way that the players were, they didn't want to take the chances, I guess. I don't know. But the Rangers also were far more effective at moving the puck out of their Oregon County series. And that, that's what I said before the start of that series. The key to beating them was to be to make crisp, concise passes out of their own zone, moving the puck. Because when you send in three forwards and you have the defenders pinching, the only way to beat that is to move the puck and break out effectively as a five-man unit. And that's the neutral zone and that send all that pressure. Tampa Bay is not that type of team. Like they can play the Rangers game. So I, I think this is a really good matchup, but um, great comment here from Steven, the team with very limited playoff experience reaching Eastern conference finals without their best forward showing up for the first two series. Just imagine if Artemi Panarin finds a way to break through in this series. And I think he's going to. I, I, I hands down I think he's so. going to. There's going to be there's going to be more production in this series than there was in the previous ones, both of them for him because I think he's going to get a little bit more room. I think they're going to try to key on to Banajad. He's probably going to get the next ball unit. Ooh, up. Tampa faced Jack Campbell and Sergey and Antti Ranta and Louis Deming. That's that's as so you want to playing garbage goaltending. Tampa has played garbage goaltending. Oh, but I mean, Jack Campbell, Sergey Bobrovsky are legitimate stars. Well, does it matter if they played like ass cheeks in the playoffs? Well, as I said before, Sergey Bobrovsky. I know he signed in Florida, but we're still waiting for him to show up there. And Jack Campbell, ah! all, all credit to him. Jack Campbell played a great games five, six, and seven. Game four, he was awful. And I'm saying, I'm being polite, awful. And there was that shot that he, I think it was by Colton, that he, he it hit his glove and went in the net. And he did what every baseball player does. When yeah, whenever you make error, you look at the glove. You look at the glove like, oh, how did it go in? But yeah, he. Oh my god! It was. If I could pull it up for you guys right now, but I'm I'm not gonna submit you guys to waiting for that. But it's they've also never seen a goalie like Igor Sesterkin, and Sesterkin, Sesterkin has just been the ultimate deodorant. He's he's Vasilevsky uh, as well, so. Uh, let's see how this how this shakes out, and I think people are going to be surprised about this. This the, all the people that are saying Tampa and five, no, it's not happening. No, uh, no, this is going down to the wire. Either either way, either team wins, it's going down to the wire. Unless the Rangers can somehow really exploit Tampa's injuries. If 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 Point Hagel and Sergachev are all missing, then. Maybe the Rangers can exploit that and end it in six, but 
I, I think this is not going to be a, a, a – this is definitely not going to be a five-game series. No way. And and let me throw this one out of you because um, experience does matter. But is it possible to gain experience that they need just from those the, these two playoff series they just had? They just had a 3-1 comeback, and they had a 3-2 comeback. After being down 2 Really good teams. They were down 2-0. And, and you know what the best part about them being down 2-0? Is that they could have absolutely won the first game, should have won the first game against Carolina. And the mm-hmm. second game was technically a winnable game. It wasn't like they were so far out of reach. And then game, game five was really the, the worst game from the Rangers in a while in the playoffs. So um, I just – there, there's a lot of experience to be had, and there, there are a lot of things that they are learning very quickly. And it, it's great to see the Rangers learning on the fly and and getting valuable experience for these kids. Like I said, before the start of the season, I said, just give me a playoff appearance and a round, and I'm happy. And before the start of the Carolina series, I, I said I was just happy to 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 win a round. But they're in the Eastern Conference Finals. They're going up against the defending champion. And, you know, father time always wins. Mm-hmm. Always wins in the end, except if you're Yarmir Yager. But, yeah, still, it's father time wins in the end. But um, this Tampa team has played a ton of hockey over the last three, four years. Ton of hockey. So, eventually, this is going to start to catch up on them. And I think the Rangers could take advantage of that as well. Well, again, I go back to the headline of Tampa's legacy versus the Rangers future. And there's going to be cuts to the Rangers. We know this next year with a a bit of salary cap crunch. These guys are right now, they're rolling. And some of the guys are growing up right before us. Keandre Miller, he's looked nothing like the, the player he was in from October to February, he has looked. Yeah, I was just going to say, October, February, Keandre Miller was not a good Keandre Miller. Um, but Keandre Miller from March, I would say, and forward has been better than of last year, Keandre Miller. And first half mm-hmm. of last year, Keandre first like 20-something games was incredible. So, um, Keandre Miller has turned corner. He really has. And Patrick Nemeth being removed from Braden Steiner has improved him greatly. So, there's another yeah. one. Um, so, then you have, as soon as Mott returned in, in game six, that was critical for the Rangers. And they were able to, again, they, they were able to kill more penalties. They were able to impose a little bit more will. And it's just, they have done just such a great job. And it's just, there's, there are these guys. Filipino is another guy. Filipino over the last month has been a, a, a vastly different center than what he was the rest of the season. And yeah, Mike, right about this one. He's grown in ways we didn't expect. And it is likely he, that he has listened to all the rants on him. Well, you know, not all the rants because some of them are just rants. And he has taken the body. Yeah, he's been more physical. 
Uh, I like this comment here from Terrence. Um, you know, he says, Terrence, welcome to the show. Reflecting, uh, yeah, welcome to the show because I, I don't think I've seen you in here before either. But um, the difference being the third and the fourth line are scoring big goals for Tampa. Yeah, you're right. I mean, Yanni Gord scored the goal that knocked out the Islanders in mm-hmm. uh, 2020. And then Antorelli scored another one. So, I mean, those are guys that were on there, like their, their bottoms – the, their middle six, bottom six. So, but uh, th- thank you, Terrence, for the uh, the kind words there. Just remember, and everybody by likes- the way, thank thank you. And yes, there's going to be plenty more Islanders talk with uh, our head gu- Islanders guy, Anthony Loraco, soon enough. So don't worry, we got a lot of stuff for you too. But yeah, um, I'm going to go on to another comment I just saw from here from Dave. Um, I, I did suggest that Miller get moved in the right deal, but um, yeah, he's turned around and, and turned a corner for them. So uh, he's, he's taken a big, big, big step forward. DP with a, with a good question here. Uh, D'Angelo and Domi were playing the villains for Carolina and who was like that on the lightning? DP. Those are the, the two guys you're going to look at and you're, you're going to hate their faces. You're going to want to see them get their faces punched in by the end of the series. So Oh, wait, wait, who are the guys you said? Uh, Perry Maroon. Okay, good. Uh, you, you blacked out for a second on me. I didn't hear it. But, uh, uh, but yeah, but no, Phil, Phil, those are the two guys I said, too, that I, that I would say, too, that Maroon and Maroon is going to try to do things to get under your skin, but, you know, just just ignore him. But it's he's also going to end up scoring big goals. He scored, I believe it was... Uh, was it him? No, it was, he had the assist. Belmar had the goal, I think, in game one versus Florida. Florida had the one nothing lead. That, I can't believe, by the way, a game one would would ruin a team in a series like that. But it did with them. Florida had the one nothing lead. Tampa scores twice. Then they couldn't convert on the, on the power play late. And then Tampa just finished the game. So... Russian and not a bot, apparently. I like that because we, we, we get some Russian bots in here. Um, I, I... Yeah, haven't had to deal with the but, sex um, bots yet. Yeah, uh, I, I love the fact that you're talking about Shesterkin. I know you're talking about Shesterkin because of the 31. But yes. yes. So, and saying good things, too. So Igor. Again. Igor. So... Um, who wins a Ranger trivia contest, me or Mark? Wow. Um, that's tough. That's close. That would be a good one. I, I, we, we used to always do Mark's weekly trivia, and and I'd, I'd get Phil pretty good. But I'm pretty sure Phil has got his expertise that he'd beat me on. So, Yeah, there are different areas that we would um, probably stump each other with, but it, w- it would be a good one. I gotta go with uh, J Lock on this one. By the way, welcome to the show. Nice, nice picture too. Yeah, I like that. Welcome, J Lock. I don't, I definitely haven't seen you before either, so welcome to the show. But um, yeah, I, I'm I'm with you here. I hope Goody is on his uh, stuff tonight. <laughs> Mark would win the trivia if all the questions are about Justin Braun or Justin Huberto or whatever. Justin. <laughs> Just not Justin Timberlake. I wouldn't. I wouldn't win on that one. Uh, 
Well, I hope you wouldn't, but uh <laughs> no, I had a lot more uh rock in my in my life. Chris T goes, um, do you think Florida lost because they were too top heavy and and the Rangers as a whole match up better? All right. Uh Florida to me lacked a lot of things. They lacked a lot of experience up and down the lineup. Um you you were talking about uh, the Rangers having a lot of young guys, but the Rangers have guys that have experience. Your your Criders, your your Jacob Trubas, guys like them. Even Adam Fox had previous playing experience and stuff like that. Florida had some guys that really only had one playoff series worth of experience. And you were talking about Barkov and Huberto, guys that just may not have been ready to take that next step yet. Um, I also think Florida for star power aside from Barkov and Huberdeau. I also don't think they have a defensive unit that the Rangers have. I think the Rangers just, the Rangers the way the defensive unit is playing now is way different from the way that they were playing during the season. So your Keandre Miller taking a a big step forward has helped really solidify their top four. Aside from Aaron Ekblad and Mackenzie Weger, where what impact defender are you looking at on that team? Because I, I, I really don't see any. And if you think Ben Sherratt would be a difference maker for them, I, I don't know what to tell you because the only thing he was going to do was maybe give them more of a physical presence on the third line. I think Sherratt's one of the most overrated defensemen in the league because Canadian or his performance, meanwhile, was carrying prices in last year's playoffs. So... And and oh yeah, jo- Justin Marchessault as well. Justin Marchessault. Now again, <laughs> to, to finish what Chris T said. Oh, and before I forget to also remind everybody, do not forget to like, subscribe, share hit the bell, and smash that like. So, but again, going to what I said before, when it came down to when you need a goal, Florida was squeezing sawdust out of their sticks. Tampa would come back and put the nail in the coffin. The Rangers just have to be calm. If you don't get it on this shift, get it on the next shift and just, and don't freak out. Igor's going to make more stops than Bobrovsky did. And I'm not slamming Bobrovsky because I think he was the best Panther in that series. That, that, that said something. So, so really not about it because of all the depth that they have that, that that's bad for Florida. Really bad. Yeah. By the way, John and Steven both have two good comments right here. Uh, while in the regular season doesn't mean much, Tampa hasn't faced New York with Cop, Mott, or Braun. Uh, New York had McKeg, Nemeth, and Brodziski in the lineup on a 5-1 win. Yeah. And the, the Rangers are still going to get them when I, I think Kucherov was out the first time they played. I forget. Yeah. But you know what? Braden Point was in the lineup they played. So now they're going to play Tampa without Braden Point, maybe without Mikhail Sergachev, maybe without Brandon Hagel. I mean, like I said, if the Rangers have got to take advantage of the of – if they can do that and they can take advantage of Tampa's just being older and you know more worn down from all the hockey they've played over the last few years – then the Rangers can really then they have a chance of winning the series. So and I gotta I gotta go right to Steven's next one. 
which is the one right next to that. And he's right about this. Attack that right side defender for Tampa Bay. You're going to throw Chris Kreider or Tempe Panarin and Alexei Lafreniere. Bang, bang, bang. And when they're not getting one of those three, they're going to get Tyler Mock on them. That's a lot to say about that. That's yeah. that, 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 that could be the difference in the series right there. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I I think look at the look at the the defensive pairings that they've had to face. I mean, they're they're going to face better defensive pairings. But if you're if you're going to be facing Tampa's defense with someone like Mikhail Sergachev and Cal Foot is not bad, but he's nothing to write home about. Mm-hmm. Zach Bogosian is not really anything great. I mean, he's Good for them, sure, but it, it, he's not a great shutdown defender or anything like that. He's let me say, I like mean, the Rangers. Zach Bogosian played with Chris Chelios. Yeah, that's how long Zach Bogosian's been around for him. Zach Bogosian, Zach Bogosian might make Jacob Truba look fast. <laughs> so, I mean, we're really gonna, uh, we're really gonna look at look at it. The Rangers. They should be able to handle this. Like aside, aside really from Victor Hedman and Ryan McDonough, I mean Eric Track is really the guy that I, I think doesn't get enough love because I, I think he's really good defensively. Uh, but um, Victor Hedman and Ryan McDonough having to face one of those guys for forty plus minutes a game is not fun. But mm. there are holes in their lineup. So, um. Let's go right back to our man on this one, including a three overtime game. Making a deep run is irreplaceable experience for the kids. We are set up for the long run. Yeah, the Rangers are set up for a while, but I think this, I think this, what they've went through is already helping them right now. So they're getting their experience. You know, the, you know what the thing about experience is you need to experience it. Yeah, exactly. It's it's got to happen. That's why I kept saying, "Gotta play, gotta play." Zach Jones, Richard um, says, "More likely to happen." Kako gets a goal, or Strom buries an open net chance. I'm gonna probably bury you know, go with Kako goal because Strom and that's go together like peanut butter and pickles. So let me also say um, again, defending Capo Kako on that play, he is a lefty shot. He had he was going bang bang and there was a stick that was on his hands. I don't think it was really inhibiting him, but he was trying to just react to it quickly. Ryan Strom misses open nets like there's no tomorrow. No tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Um Steven says we went up against number one defense in the league and we beat them without home ice advantage. Now you go up against a team against that has two cups, two time defending champions. Is the hunger still there? Is this I'll, team I'll let you answer that first. Enough? Yeah, is this team hungry enough to want to beat a team that's recognized the best team in the league right now? Is, uh, do they want to be the man to the point where they will beat the man to do it? Woo! Yeah. So, uh, they they need to do it, and that's what. It if you mean to tell so. me, if you mean to tell me that the Rangers aren't going to be hungry going up against a two-time Stanley Cup winning team with a chance to go on and possibly win their own cup. 
I think the Tampa Bay Lightning are the best team for the hunger. You want to beat this team. This is the team you want to beat more than anything. And it's, it's, you, you got to beat the best. That's how you got to do it. Yeah. No, no, no easy, no easy road here. Uh, shots off the pass tonight. Uh, I, I love that because you're, again, you're not beating Vasilevsky right now, just straight shots. And right. I know the last few times Rangers played Vasilevsky in the ring, they were able to get um, some goals on him. He definitely has that in his head, and he's going to go into this into game one tonight with a clear mind. So, you know, that's going to be tough. But um, I, I would say that's something to look out for. Um, something I just saw here, Burke Janky, I like that. Um, welcome to the show because I don't think I've seen you here before. No, nope, this is my first time under- seeing you as well. Yeah, he's not underestimating the Bolts, but the Canes worried more because they were a faster team and we have the speed that can match up with Tampa. I, I got to agree with that. Mm-hmm. Carolina, if anything, the Rangers are faster. And I think the Rangers might be a faster team than Carol, uh, than Tampa in this one. So, um, so. I'm going to go back to one thing Steven said, because again, like just, I'm so sick of hearing of hearing about Kako missing an open net in the third period when Strom missed one in the first and Kako set up Reeves and Hedl and Loft with prime scoring chances in all three miss. Sometimes it just doesn't connect. Sometimes the goalie makes a save. Sometimes you the 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 guy misses. It, it happens. You like a nut. Sometimes you don't. I guess exactly. <laughs> but all uh, right, Rangers youth can wear him down. Go ahead, Phil. Maybe you pick the next one. Um, hold on. And there was a funny comment I saw before. Hold on. I've got to, I've got to find it. All right. Where was it? And Rangers youth can wear them down and that, that could really help. I think actually the youth is going to be better served at the blue line. You got, like I said, you got all those young guys, Fox. Here it is from our man. Strome missing after sticking with a play after missing the empty net and then scoring 30 seconds later is the story of this team. Yeah. How true is that? My God. And we were all sitting there still wondering how he didn't score the first time around. We thought it was in and out of the net the way yeah, it looked. Yeah, that's what we thought. I, I, I fucking, I yelled. I yelled. And I, I thought <laughs> it, it, it was in. I was like, oh, God. And then I realized, I was like, how did he not score? I literally yelled out afterwards. How did he not score? I just, I couldn't believe it. So. I think I see a good one right over here in a second. Let's just make sure. Uh, Juan, I got to agree with you on this. I believe in the Rangers. I like what Gavon said. That is not having days off is what this what keeps this team strong. Rangers 4-2 in the series to end the Lightning era. Can you imagine, by the way, if the Lightning's dynasty ends with the, what could be the start of the Rangers? That so. would be something. I'll, I'll take that. I'll gladly take that. Um, oh. The Stamkos has had a career just as good as Crosby's? No. No, 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 no. Sorry, just I, I'm I'm gonna agree with the, I'm gonna agree with you on that one. When when I when I marvel at what Sidney Crosby has done in his career is it it truly is amazing. And Did, but I do have to say this: Stamkos getting his first 100 point season this year at age 33. It's pretty impressive. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, uh, I I will I will say this: so probably going to go down as a top. 10, possibly top five player of all time when it's all said and done. 
So, um, Stam- Stamkos will it's, be the... It's uh, hard for me to put him ahead, Messier. I get why it's hard, but if you think about it, Crosby was probably the very best of his generation. Until McDavid came along, he was the guy. Yeah. So, by the way, mess- I guess I get why it's hard. Title of his sex tape. So it's. Oh, gee. <laughs> gee. Wow. I, I got to watch the last season of Brooklyn Nine Nine. Wow. But um, going away from that now, uh, Stephen is guaranteeing now Criders will be. He, yesterday he was saying he thinks it'll happen. Now he's guaranteeing it, Stephen. So that's interesting. Guaranteeing Chris Criders' number one. It's also got it on at MSG. So oh, I'm currently actually, I'm currently wearing my number twenty, uh, and I want to see it happen. Uh, president of the Chris Kreider fan club, but it's also, it's just they, their qualifications to retire numbers were way too high, but you know something, go out, go out there and go put your name in the rafters, make them put yep. you up there. I mean, Alan Greenwood, welcome to the show, Alan. I don't think I've seen you before. Um, what are the chances Sammy Blake comes back? Uh, he, he has been skating. Jersey, but I think there's a very good chance he's back in this series. So I, I, I just I think it's a matter of it not not of if it's it's when in this series he comes back, and if and if they want to put him in with the lines, just because you could remove Kevin Rooney and put Sammy Blay there on that fourth line, point mm-hmm. someone like that. So because you're not going to move out Tyler Mott. Tyler Mott, he's too valuable at this point. So. But um, Paulie Pasifazul, uh, it's all about <laughs> Igor. Well, welcome to the show because I, I definitely haven't seen you before. That name, so, great, um, great, great name, Igor by the plays way. Great. Yeah, so great. Yeah, I, I hope uh, I hope you're right about the Igor thing. Um, 2K with Ovi over Sid, no way. Sorry, no way. No way. Yeah, no, no. Uh, I, yeah, as, as Steven said right here. Sid is a top 10 player all time. Stan Coast might not even be a top 100 player. Uh, I hate to say no, it like this. Stop, Stephen. Stop. Oh, I, stop. I hate to say it like this, by the way, and I have to throw this this out there, and it's – I don't mean to be – I don't mean to sound like I'm disrespecting the guy, but I always got frustrated that Carey Price was named in the NHL 100, and not only no Henrik Lundqvist, but no Rod Gilbert. No really? Kenny Malkin, but but Bob Gainey got over those guys, but no of Kenny Malkin. See, I want to wow. Okay, I want to put Bob Gainey in. <laughs> That's the hard part. I don't. Okay, put Bob Gainey. What? Why is Bob Gainey a guy that was a checker and nothing more than a checker, or on that list? Because what he won the first four Selkie Trophies. Okay, where was the rest of his game? Of Kenny Malkin won a friggin' Hart Trophy. And 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 multiple scoring trophies, and one like, more trophy. Yeah, Conn Smythe. Conn Smythe, first Russian ever to win the Conn Smythe. Yeah. No. Yeah. Oh yeah, Federov did not win. It was Eiserman who won in '98. 
Yeah. And I think it was Vernon the year before. But yeah, that's, I know it's, it's, trust me, it's sometimes when you, when you ask yourself the questions like this, just to make it seem a little bit more impartial, if player X was a New York Ranger, what would your opinion be on him? The, the, their top 100 is stupid. The, that that list should be burned. It should be burned. When Bob Ganey makes it over like uh, Malkin or, or Henrik Lundqvist, then I, I don't ever want to hear it again. I, mm-hmm. I don't because that list is a joke. And I, I, I pay no attention to that list. Over guys like Henrik Lundqvist. What the hell has Jonathan Taves won individually? And Jonathan Taves has had one season in which he scored 80 points. And that 80-point season came after that list was released. I don't care about cups. Cups are cups are a team achievement. They're not. So burn that list to the ground. So I, I don't I don't care about that garbage nonsense. Right. List. Like it, it it's sort of like when you argue who's better. Let's start with quarterbacks. We'll go with who's better, Dan Marino or uh, Mark Rippon or Trent Dilfer. Oh, wait, one one of them doesn't have a Super Bowl. Yeah, because Dan Marino couldn't play defense. And Henrik Lundqvist couldn't score any goals. Didn't make – doesn't make um, Anthony Diemi a better goalie in his career because he has one Stanley Cup. Or for that matter, Corey Crawford better because he's got two. So, please. Bear was not that good. I'm sorry. Uh, I disagree. Every New York Ranger fan yeah. would would also say that. We're just yeah, we're just gonna I, move on to the next comment. So sorry. um J Log is asking about this, but I don't think he's he's available. Uh so I was looking on the injury report. He's still listed on the injury report. That yeah, there's no I point. Don't, he I, might I don't not think be back for the Sailing Cup Finals. Yeah. I don't, so I don't know. Um, James, what fascinates me most about Crosby is the fact that he is arguably the best control puck control ever on a flat stick blade. Yeah. That play that Crosby had a few years ago, um, where he literally stick handled in midair where he batted the puck and then batted it again past price. I'm just going to leave it at that. Well, we'll we'll get back to the Rangers in a minute. Yeah, he's just incredible. But I'm probably going to wrap this up because I, I, I do want to hit the gym. Yes, and actually, we are going to wrap this up. Uh, one hour, 10 minutes, uh, plenty of time. Although there's 42 of you guys watching. We even got a like on Facebook. This is all tremendous. We love doing this for you guys. Uh, actually, before we do the official wrap-up, I have to ask Phil this question. Um, by... Uh, uh, sorry, buying around uh, the bar talk. Let's do one of those. Buy shot and uh, a beer. There will be 30 goals, uh, sorry, 40 goals scored in, no, let's go to 50. 50 goals scored in the Colorado Edmonton series. Oh, I'm absolutely buying around on this. <laughs> we're, if we're bar talking this, yeah, I'm buying around. Yeah. So. I'm 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 gonna say that too. My God, there's there's gonna be so much scoring. Um, way over, way over. Yes, everybody. Make sure your goals is actually the record in a playoff. Uh, um, I especially think especially Darcy Kemper is gonna be out. 
Yeah, I, I think um, I think that's the record in a playoff series. I think it was 85 Oilers and Flyers. So um, that that is the record. Um, and just to kind of help a friend out here, if anyone uh, is interested, Stephen is doing a, a, a Twitter uh, space in about two hours. So join him on his Twitter space if you want to talk more hockey. So. Jaylock, by the way, thank you very much. Uh, you listen to us all the time, and thank you, because we're always going to try you. to be turning out as much content as possible. Guys, everybody, thank you very much. I will see you tonight after the game for a bit, and uh, just let's go Rangers. Let's go Rangers. Let's win this. Yeah, they can do this. They really can.